Do you guys care about valuation right now, specifically your valuation? Do you think you might raise soon or sell a portion of the company? There is no other tool on the internet that you can use to get a better and higher valuation than FounderPath's new valuation tool. We have over 253 deals that went down over the past 30 days, all the revenue numbers, all the valuations, and the multiplier. That way you can go filter the data, find companies that are your same size, what they sold or raised for or at, and then use those as comparables in your decks to argue and debate and get a higher valuation and less dilution, which is the name of the game, less dilution. Check it out today at founderpath.com forward slash products. That's plural forward slash valuations. Again, both plural founderpath.com forward slash products forward slash valuations. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to getlatka.com. We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to getlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at gitlatka.com. All right, guys, there you have it. Upsales launched back uh, way back in 2003. It took them seven years to the million bucks in revenue, now doing 14.4 million in terms of run rate across 1,800 paying customers. Profits around $250,000 per month. They're publicly listed in Stockholm, which is great. It allows them to tap public markets, recruit folks who can see his numbers publicly in his comments. He feels it is a real advantage. And they've done this all very capital efficient, efficiently with a target revenue per employee going from $205,000 today, ideally up to something closer to $300,000 by the end of the year. We'll see if Daniel can make it happen. Hey, folks, my guest today is Daniel Wickberg. He's the CEO and founder of Stockholm-based SaaS company, Upsales. He started the company in 2003 to help B2B companies grow revenue. Today, the company is 70 people strong with over 90% of recurring revenue in 1,800 countries in 10, sorry, 1,800 customers in 10 countries. They're at 13 million euros of ARR and have a long track record of profitable organic growth, which we love. Daniel, are you ready to take us to the top? Let's do it. Profitable and organic are two words I feel like I haven't heard in like a decade in SaaS world. How have you done this? Exactly. You know, you're in a very competitive space. No, I mean, I, I think we've been focusing a lot on, on finding the right niche for us. Uh, so we, we try to focus on, on a couple of verticals where we think we can make a difference. Um, and also in, in, uh, in the Scandinavian market, I think there's a, there's a clear gap in, in the kind of mid-market. So you have all of these players for for uh, for really small companies and then you have salesforce and a couple more for 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 enterprises but companies with between 100 up to 1000 employees that, that that's where we really make a difference and and when you say you have sectors you focus on what are some of those sectors uh so other saas companies is is a strong vertical for us uh we're also seeing uh a strong growth in manufacturing companies um and I think also our philosophy has been to the more we focus, the the the, the more successful we become because we we tend to to um, uh, to focus our product development efforts as well uh, to make sure that we have you know critical features that our competitors don't for for the specific companies we target. So give me an example of that. What's something you've built for the manufacturing vertical that your competitors don't have? Uh, so for manufacturing companies, for example, uh, you have this huge problem with um, 
if you're selling a complex product that 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 you can sell in like a thousand variations, um, you have this huge problem with with uh, proposals. Uh, takes a lot of time for salespeople to create, uh, and and some of the time, you know, you 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 offer something that's that's like erroneous to the customer. Uh, and then you build that stuff and you ship it to the customer like eight weeks on on a boat, and then the customer calls you and says, "This is not this is not working for me." Uh, so so that that's one problem we address to to kind of streamline uh, the proposal and and automating for for complex sales. Mm-hmm. That makes tons of sense. Now, when I had you back, I had you on the show uh, about six months ago, and you told me it took you seven years to hit a million dollars of revenue. I would tell most people, if you can't do it in three or four, just quit, give up, and start something new. Why'd you stick with it? I mean, I was 21 when I founded the company. So I guess, you know, I had a lot of energy and uh, I didn't realize how 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 slow things were going. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, we, we saw like gradual success uh, con- continually. So, yeah, I think ju- just, uh, ju- just continue working. Uh, not, nothing more fancy than that. Now you have an interesting trajectory because back when you were on the show in 2019, you told me that your ARPU was around $1,250 per month. Then when I had you on six months ago, that had dropped to 600, but you had more than tripled your customer base. Is ARP, right. Where is ARPU today? Is it still around 600? I mean, I would say our customer base is a little bit distorted because we have around eight or 900 direct customers. Um, uh, and I think those customers account for like 90 plus percent of our ARR. And then we have the other 50% of, of our number of customers, which we inherited from a partnership we used to have with another company uh, where we sold the white label version of Upsell. So we have like a very long tail of very small customers. And mm-hmm. uh, so I, I would say the the annual ACV is still around 12 to 13,000 euros per, mm-hmm. per company. Uh, looking at like the the real customers we have, so to speak. The eighteen, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. It sounds like there's a story there. Did you have a white label partnership with a partner, and then they went out of business, and then you took it over? Or what do you mean inherited? No, so the story was there's a Swedish company called Fortnox that does uh, small business accounting and invoicing, uh, and they used to have a CRM in in uh, in their product, which they wanted to discontinue. Uh, so we made a partnership deal where we offered up sales to, to these uh, customers who were using their own product. Um, and uh, we had that partnership for, I think, two or three years. Uh, but we realized that churn was a little bit too high and, and the growth was, was not really coming from this, these customers. So we uh, just renegotiated the contract and, and migrated these customers to, um, to become uh, direct customers of upsales. I see. Do you still pay any kickback to Fort Knox, a recurring commission fee or anything? Yeah, but it's it's like a very small part of 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 the of the PNL. I see. I see. And then uh, cost actually. Okay. Yep. And then um, before we talk about future growth plans and how you're thinking about future product at Upsales, what is MRR today? So MRR today is. Uh, let me just see this in in your currency. He did all the uh, he did the conversions ahead of time, which we appreciate. Yeah, it's uh, it's around one point two million dollars is uh, the current MRR. Got it. So that's up from a, that's up about a hundred thousand dollars since when we chatted six months. So you've added about one one point two one point five million in new ARR over the past five months. Is that about right? Yeah, sounds about right. And, and where's the growth today coming from? If you've shut down the partnership channel, how are you getting more direct customers? 
So, I mean, we, we divided our, our sales team into, into uh, a new sales team and an expansion sales team. And um, we also we have a kind of deliberate land and expand pricing model. So, so I think maybe two thirds come from, from existing accounts and one third from, from new accounts. Um, and I mean, we, we're actually spending some time now thinking about our pricing because we realized that companies up to 100 employees is for those companies, our, our pricing makes total sense. And, and a good customer pays us around 1% of their revenue. Um, but as you go up looking at bigger customers, we tend to have a lower and lower take rate. And um, so now we're working on, on um, differentiating the pricing to have more of a kind of an enterprise offering for larger customers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when I talk to investors, I usually say that we think that we can triple our revenue without bringing in a single new customer uh, because the, the the potential in the existing customer base is still massive. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and in our kind of target list of new customers, uh, in uh, only in Sweden, I think we have like three or 4% of those customers today. So there's also like a massive opportunity and, and a long runway of, of, of new customers to sell to. And obviously, I would say the macro environment today is more volatile than it was when we spoke six months ago. Six months ago, you told me you were doing about $250,000 a month in profits. Are you doing more or less in profit today, monthly? Um, yeah, I mean, I would say pretty much the same. We had a, we had a really good quarter in, in Q4. Um, so, I mean, I think w- one of the secrets or secrets, I mean, to, to organize Organic profitable growth is just to to have a, um, uh, an effective organization. Uh, so I mean, we look a lot at revenue per employee and and try to grow the organization in in a sensible way. What's your uh, target there? Uh, I mean, I think now we are at around maybe two hundred thousand dollars per employee per year in revenue, something like that. And yep. I mean, I think we can push that to to three hundred. Uh, if we do, if we do everything right, um, so where, which, which job title do you think you can get more efficiencies out of to drive up the revenue per employee? Is it salespeople ramping fully? Is it engineers releasing product you can upsell? Where's the efficiency gap? Um, I mean, I think um, uh, we we have more efficiency to do when it comes to to kind of the everything related to customer success, to support and onboarding, and and uh, the small part of of the business that services. But also, I think that um, as we are kind of moving up the value chain and trying to sell to larger customers, we realize that uh, the right type of salesperson can, can carry like a three times bigger quota. Um, I mean, they, they need some more support in terms of pre-sales or sales engineers. Uh, but but I, I think there's more efficiency to, to, um, uh, to gain from that. Well, I was surprised in 2019, you told me that some of your quota carrying sales reps would make a $20,000 US base. Their quota was $200,000 for the year. And if they hit quota, they would earn another 20,000 in commission. So 40,000 OTE against a $200,000 quota. I remember thinking, whoa, that's a low quota, but you're also paying a lower amount. So the ratio still works. Has that changed today? That has absolutely changed. I mean, we used to have a strategy that was kind of a uh, kind of a shotgun approach, you know. Let's hire ten and ten newly grads every quarter, and and the hope that three of them survive. Everyone's and, listening right now, laughing because we all do that. That's how it all starts. 
Yeah, but I mean, it, 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 it's not a long-term initiative because the, the people who, who, uh, who are able to, to, to hit the numbers, they grow tired of this kind of uh, banging the head against the wall strategy. So, I mean, now we are, we are more and more looking for, uh, you know, people with five, at least five years of experience selling software uh, and, and giving them a quota between uh, $500,000 up to a million dollars per year. Um, so and if they hit that million dollar quota, what would their OTE be? Their OTE would be around um, between uh, 120 or $150,000. Oh, wow. Okay. That's great. That, that makes tons of sense. Um, before, well, actually, I guess, talk to me about where you want to go this year. So, so you're at called a 13, $14 million run rate today. What do you hope to get to by December this year? I mean, our growth rate has been around 30% per, per year, our era growth rate. Um, and I mean, we don't, since we're a listed company, we don't have any guidance, official guidance of, of where we want to go, but we, we've, we've been able to increase the growth rate for two years in a row. Um, and I mean, I think the opportunity in the market is just massive. So it, it's all about just scaling the organization. That's the bottleneck for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and us being still a really small company, actually, I think that, you know, just finding five or 10 more good salespeople can, can bring us from 30% to 50% in growth rate. So, I mean, that's where I spend all my time just thinking about how to scale the sales organization as, as, as effectively as I can. And, and is this right? I'm on Yahoo Finance right now. I'm seeing a $1.236 billion market cap this morning. Is that you guys or is that a different company? Oh, that, that's us, but that's in a sec. So you have to divide it by 10. Oh. So it's around $120 million right now. I was doing that going, holy crap, most other public traded SaaS companies are trading like at a three or four X. He's trading at like a, almost a hundred X, but it's in set. Oh, no, okay. no. 120 yeah, million. Right. <laughs> is, it, is it good? I mean, you went, you IPO'd earlier than most SaaS companies in the US. They wait for a hundred million bucks in revenue. Has being public been a real advantage for you? Yeah, I would say it has. I mean, I, I have some friends who have really poor experiences from, from doing an IPO. So I, I try to learn from their mistakes. Uh, and I think one key thing that, that, that actually made it work for us was that we made a very deliberate decision when we, when we went public that we're not going to allow this stock market stuff to you know, eat 90% of our, of our schedule. Um, so I, I spend two days every quarter in investor meetings, uh, always in, in relation to when we release the quarterly reports. Um, and... Um, yeah, I mean, I think we've been able to, to um, we don't spend too much time on it and then it doesn't cost, you know, more than it should. Uh, and I think that especially when recruiting people, it has been an advantage that, you know, people can can read our, our numbers and read the CEO comments and yeah, you, you get some, some increased exposure basically. So yeah, I mean, I'm super happy with that decision. On that note, Daniel, let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, favorite business book. Um, I think it's still a hard thing about hard things. Yep. Is there a new CEO you're following or studying? Uh, no, I, I'm into geopolitics the, the last year. So mostly boring people that I read right now. Who's a politician you're, 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 you're reading a lot about right now? Uh, I mean, not a politician, but there's a guy called Peter Sion, who's this geopolitical expert. He, he's uh, quite a cool guy writing a lot about Ukraine stuff. Okay. Now, are you? Are you? Do, is there a? Is there a presidential run in your future? 
a presidential run in my future. Well, in Sweden, obviously not in the States, but are you, are you going to get active in politics at some point, you think? Never, never. <laughs> a smart man. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building up sales? Um, I mean, we, we've had, I, I think you mentioned this the last time, but we've had massive success with this French tool called Galaxy uh, to prospect on LinkedIn. Um, yeah, we're still using that quite a lot, actually, to, to yep. drive. Uh, Do you drive. let them use it on your account? I always get nervous with these tools actually using my account because I'm like, if they do anything bad, then I get banned and I'm, and I'm cooked. Do you let them use your personal account? And how do you get comfortable with that? Yeah, actually. They do, and uh, I mean, we, we we started slow, and we like monitored it, but but everything everything the tool does is you you do the pro programming yourself, so you are kind of in the driver's seat. Very cool, very cool. All right, number four. How many hours of sleep do you get every night? I'm sorry. How many hours of sleep do you get? I mean, I try to get eight, but I have a three and a half year old, so sometimes I get two. That's funny. Okay, so so three kiddos, and I think you're 41, right? Uh, 42. Ah, happy birthday. You had a birthday recently, it sounds like. Um, uh, and married, I guess, last, last question here. Something you wish you knew back when you were 20. Um, I mean, I think I've actually matured a lot in the last two or three years in my thinking about business. And I think just, you know, I'm a very hands-on guy and that's not always a good thing. <laughs> so try to let go of more of the details, basically. All right, guys, there you have it. Upsales launched back uh, way back in 2003, took them seven years to the million bucks in revenue, now doing 14.4 million in terms of run rate across 1,800 paying customers. Profits around $250,000 per month. They're publicly listed in Stockholm, which is great. It allows him to tap public markets, recruit folks who can see his numbers publicly in his comments. He feels it is a real advantage, and they've done this all very capital efficient, efficiently with a target revenue per employee going from $205,000 today, ideally up to something closer to $300,000 by the end of the year. We'll see if Daniel can make it happen. Daniel, thanks for taking us to the top. Thanks a lot.